This is Healthy Homes Podcast, a brief encouragement in your week to prioritize the relationships in your home. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode. Today's topic, communication. And when we talk about communication, we're not primarily talking about communication between uh, parents and kids. Today, we're talking a little bit more specifically about communication between a husband and a wife. Here's what tends to be the case. If you grab any married couple and you say, give me your top three areas that you could use to grow in, odds are one of those three is going to be communication. And for many, I bet communication is going to be at the top of the list. Oftentimes, it's broken communication habits that lead to a lot of other areas of struggle, including how money is handled, sexual expectations, and so on. And so let's start by looking at a couple different reasons uh, that communication struggles in marriages. Here's the first one, self-fulfilling cultural prophecies. We become the stereotypes that we see on media because they're always set in front of us and we feel a tendency to drift into those ways of operation. Uh, Think about Ray Romano in Everybody Loves Raymond, TV series that my wife and I love. But Ray does not go about communication well. Men are portrayed as buffoons who put their feet in their mouths time and time again, who are passive, who don't uh, take the initiative to have intentional time with their wives. They make assumptions. And you can come up with a whole bunch of stereotypes that are portrayed in women. We see it on media, and oftentimes we drift into those stereotypes ourselves. Here's another problem that uh, contributes to communication conflict. We learned communication from our upbringing. We didn't necessarily learn good communication habits from Scripture. Sometimes that's the case. More often, we learned communication from our upbringing when we saw from your mom or your dad that likely had significant formative impact on you and and how you learned to communicate. You might have seen things like an explosive handling of conflict uh, in which there's big blow-ups, shouting matches, and that's just the way mom and dad handle conflict is they just yell at each other. Perhaps that's what you saw when you were growing up. On the other hand, Perhaps you saw passive handling of conflict in which big issues were swept under the rug, avoided, and not handled uh, appropriately by by sitting down and going through the difficulty with grace and truth and love. Uh, Perhaps you never heard your father say, I love you, to your mom, and that's something that carried over into your relationship. Perhaps emotions were ignored and never processed. Perhaps emotions triumphed over logic and truth, and uh, you saw in your parents that what they felt at the time is what was the case. You don't care about me, which might not be the truth, um, but it's how mom feels, and so that's what's said out loud. And so a lot of these different 
uh, ways of communication that we've observed from our parents, from our upbringing, we carried into our marriage. Uh, Here's a third component to the difficulty that we have in communication as as married couples. Uh, Guys and and girls, well, we're different. (laughs) Guys tend to view talking as a means to accomplishing a task. And so uh, the wife asks, what was your day like? And the husband responds, normal. The husband is short because there was no problem to work through or matter needing to be discussed. And so his answer is brief. Thus, guys desire to hear words um, that have more to do with respect and encouragement in general and have less of a desire to, um, to, to have small talk. That's not always the case, but it is a generality. On the other hand, ladies tend to view talking as a means of bonding. And so husband asks, how was your day? Wife responds, with every detail of the day. The wife spares no detail because talking is a way of sharing life with her spouse. And so ladies really need and desire to hear words of affirmation and love and participation in communication. And one more component to the difficulty that we have in our communication as married couples, well, we're sinful. We get angry about things that we shouldn't get angry about. We take offense because we're proud. We hold grudges. We fail at kindness and gentleness. And we can be selfish. These are all things that come with a sinful and broken flesh that we carry into our marriages and that play a role in the conflict we have in our communication. So what are some practical steps that we can take today to start to communicate in a more biblical way? Let me give you four things. And these, these are biblical principles about communication. Here's the first one. Be honest. A key indicator that you are not being honest is found in all-inclusive words like you always or you never Whenever you say you always or you never, uh, you're probably not portraying your spouse accurately. You're taking something that you're really struggling with and maybe something that they do often, and you're making it the only way that they are. Remember that the way you feel may not be what is actually true. And being honest about the situation uh, calls us to be honest with our own heart. Number two, be current. Like we, like we talked about um, uh, already, the gospel heals the past. The gospel can heal the past, all right? So the things that you saw in your upbringing and the things that, that you brought into your marriage, uh, the gospel is able to give you hope and, and to restore that. Um, and also, the gospel is able to heal things that have been the case in your marriage so far, and maybe for years it's been a particular way have the gospel gives hope. And so have that hope. Uh, And so address the problem that's at hand, be current with the problem that's, that's coming up right now. And don't bring the baggage from years past into it. Keep what happened a year ago in the past and deal with the problem that's going on presently. When we fail to be current, we fail to recognize the potential of growth in our spouse. So be honest, be current, and attack the problem, not the person. Uh, 
Rather than you are mean, use a language like what you said hurt my feelings. This takes away from attacking the character of your spouse and lets them know that a particular phrasing or particular words that were used caused you pain. And that allows them to respond with repentance or to rephrase or restate what they said to clarify, perhaps. Rather than saying, you don't care about me, use language like, the way that you said that made me feel like my problems aren't important to you. When you attack the character, defenses go up and new problems arise. When you articulate your problem, your spouse is much more likely to clarify and change the tone. So be honest, be current, attack the problem, not the person, and finally, act, don't react. The first thought that pops into your head in the midst of communication conflict is likely not the best one to speak out loud, either because it's emotional and not true, or because you need to say it in better words. (laughs) Remember, we can't ignore issues. We don't want to sweep them under the rug, but we must be thoughtful and gracious and patient as we address our spouse. And so be honest, be current, attack the problem, not the person, and and, and act, don't react. And final word, pursue repentance and reconciliation. Be quick to ask for forgiveness. Be quick to extend forgiveness. Most likely, neither spouse was entirely innocent. Own up to what you brought to the problem and be quick to forgive what your spouse brought. If you start putting these principles into practice, it'll tremendously help when conflict arises and when communication is not going well. There's a lot more that we could say about communication, and we'll give some episodes towards that, but this is a good place to start. And so think about this stuff, pray about this stuff, and start putting it into practice. God bless.